Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This is episode 37 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. Today, we're going over an Eagles win on Monday Night Football, 25-11, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's go! That's how you win a football game, folks. I knew the Eagles were in there somewhere. The Eagles that I came to expect and I was hoping would show up way before the third game of the season. But just like last year, it was a little bit of a coming out party. The Eagles firmly dismantle the 2-0, now 2-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go on and become 3-0, undefeated. One of the last three teams in the NFL who can say that. Anyone else here a fan of a team that's not 3-0? Couldn't be me. (laughs) But it's, oh man, it's exciting. I mean, look, Hertz was not feeling very good. Apparently he had some flu-like symptoms. He confirmed that after the game. But you wouldn't know it by the way he was playing. The offensive line came out, blocked fantastically. We had some big plays. Let's just go through. We had some big plays here in the first half with Hertz throwing an absolute laser while getting hit to Zacchaeus for his first touchdown as an Eagle just over the defender's outreached hands. It was such an amazing throw. Pocket presence, but it all starts that offensive line blocking up front. Swift was, again, fantastic, going for another 100 yards. He is absolutely the back for us. Got him for a 20-25 fourth-round pick. Can you believe that? You got a running back who reminds you of LaShawn McCoy every time he touches the ball. Super exciting times on offense. It is exactly what we were hoping for coming out of the break. Long time to prepare for the Tampa Bay defense. You knew what you were getting into. You went into an away game. You walked into someone else's house and you imposed your will. You could see it from the very beginning. They were moving the ball up and down the field on offense. And even though we didn't score a touchdown until the second quarter, you could tell that there was going to be a different offense out there for the Eagles tonight. We weren't struggling. We could throw the ball. There were some big plays going up and down the field. Running game was clicking. Hertz looked like he was in control. The defense came to play with some turnovers. This is exactly what the doctor ordered. Let's get to the stats. So Hertz, if you look at the stat sheet, wasn't too impressive. He went to over 200 yards, finally, 277. One touchdown, two interceptions. Neither one I really felt like were necessarily his fault. I really like the second one. He went deep. That's where we got the safety right afterwards when they were on the one-yard line. Great play by the defensive back to come over and get that interception. Smith was there. He was open. You got to throw it up to your guy sometimes, and it's going to burn you on occasion. The first interception to Swift looked like just a miscommunication. He really should have just turned around on that defender. He went with the slant, hurts through where he thought he would be. Turnover happened. Great play by Devin White. Gets returned. At the end of the day, you got to live with some of that stuff sometimes on offense. But Hurts played well. He had a rushing touchdown, and what that actually ended up doing is he had 29 in his first 50 games. That's the most for an NFL quarterback in their first 50 career games. So Hurts making NFL history tonight, rushing for his 29th touchdown. We keep going. DeAndre Swift, 16 carries, 130 yards, averaged eight yards a carry. He had a lot to do with that, but you know who else did? Those big boys up front, pushing that Tampa Bay defense around. There were holes that were enormous, holes that I could run through. It just really just goes to show, like when you have dominance in the trenches, both on offense and defense, it's really tough to get a hold of somebody. Really tough to fight that, especially for four quarters. A.J. Brown, after all the questions surrounding him and Hurts last week, came in with a huge game, 14 targets, 9 catches, 131 yards. Should have had a touchdown there at the end, slipped through his fingers, but 
He was on all night. They could not cover him. Short, medium, long. He was breaking tackles. He was just making people look silly out there in the defensive backfield. He is a superstar wide receiver when he gets right. And Hertz was looking his way early and often. You had Dallas Goddard come back in with five catches. Bonta Smith was the quiet one with four. But overall, the offense, you got to give it to them. They're running the ball with efficiency. They're passing the ball. Now they've got some windows. Looks like some of the scheme was opening up some of those plays. And Hertz just recapturing some of that magic that really makes him a unique player. On defense, oh boy, this defense stifled that Tampa Bay offense. And look, I told you last week, like it was going to be a Baker Mayfield kind of game. If we could get to Baker and make him make some mistakes, things were happen. But that defensive line just is dominant up front. And Tampa Bay does not have a great offensive line. But Carter, oh my gosh, Jalen Carter, was he not a steal with that ninth overall pick? He was just wrecking the game. He had half a sack that he shared with Fletcher Cox. He broke multiple double teams throughout the game. And he had a double team in his face. Pass goes behind him. He turns around, absolutely smokes the running back, gets a forced fumble, and it's a turnover for the Eagles, and they turn that around. He has just been incredible through three games. And you don't expect a defensive tackle to acclimate quite this quickly to the NFL game. He's just showing the power and the speed and the tenacity that most thought he would be the number one overall pick in this past draft for. Thank God he fell to us. Thank you again, Chicago Bears. And if the good vibes weren't enough, you had Britton Covey, punt returning, 111 total yards, including that kick after the safety. It was just a great night for everybody. Special teams were there. We only had to punt one time. Defense had the turnovers. We really missed Reed Blankenship. He had an awesome interception reading, undercutting a Baker Mayfield throw. The defensive line were all over him. There weren't a lot of running lanes. This was the kind of team that we were looking for coming out of the last two weeks. The Eagles have now won the last 20 of their 21 regular season games that are started by Jalen Hurts. That's a pretty damn good winning percentage. When he plays and this team is clicking, they are hard to stop. If there was anything that I could be upset about, obviously you don't want to turn the ball over, but like I said, those interceptions weren't too terrible. We were one for five in the red zone. Now, some of those passes came from outside. We scored from outside the red zone a few times. But when you get down there, you don't want to walk away with field goals. You want to be able to really get into the end zone make those points count. And I think it started the beginning of the game. I didn't love that call to Gainwell. It's fourth and two, long two. Gainwell's not a big back. He maybe weighs 200 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, I like the aggressiveness, but that was just not the play call that I would have chosen, especially in the first quarter when you have all the momentum and you've been moving the ball better than you have all season. But coaching, clearly they know how to adjust. They're getting their feet wet. I'm not going to get too high about beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because ultimately I don't think they're a great team, but this really gets sets us up well. You know, the Cowboys lost this past week to the Cardinals. It's easy to lose to some of these teams if you just take your eye off the ball. They were prepared coming into tonight. They did not overlook the Tampa Bay Bucks. They came into play. Now we're sitting at 3-0 and and nope, we're leading the division by one game. And that's all that matters. We're sitting in a good position for the division. We play the Commanders next week. That's another divisional game, and those are always tough. You don't really know how it's going to go. But I think that the way that uh, the Bills just dismantled them, I think you can pretty safely say that the Eagles will be favored in that game, and Sam Howell may be running for his life from Jalen Carter and gang for a little bit there. Wanted to make sure I got this podcast out. I will be heading over to London with my beautiful wife and mother-in-law for the week, so I'm not going to be able to get a pod out there too quickly after the game next Sunday, but I'll absolutely be watching from afar and trying to catch some highlights after the game. This is just an awesome feeling. I love that the offense came out and showed 
some juice. And the offensive and defensive lines is where this team, I think, is going to be built. And it's just going to carry us through the rest of the season. As long as we stay healthy, this rotation on defense and this offensive line can carry us a pretty darn far away. Because you look at these teams we're playing, they cannot handle our defensive line. The Washington Commanders next week are not going to have the answers to our defensive line. And then on our offensive line, if we're running the ball well and Hertz is making sound decisions, yeah, again, we're going to impose our will. You think about that last drive of the game, and this is really what I wanted to end on because I think it's just so impressive what we were able to do. The Eagles got the ball left with 922 in the game. Okay. 922, they're up by 14. We need to go down and we need to eat some clock. Proceeds to go on a 15 play, 68 yards with a lot of runs in there to eat up the entire clock and not even have to score to win the game. That is the kind of stuff that's going to carry us into January and February. Those are the kinds of things that good teams have to do to put away bad teams. I was just really impressed with this win. It's a good day to be an Eagles fan. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Missing Link Podcast. You can take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe on the platform that you're listening on. We greatly appreciate it. Go Birds. Go Birds.